Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast with me, Rohit Raswani of Omnis Investments. As every Monday over the next few minutes, I'll aim to give you a summary of what drove markets last week. As always, we start in the US where stocks moved higher over the week, with the S&P 500 up almost 1.4% and reaching new highs by crossing the 5,000 threshold for the first time. However, market gains remained relatively narrow, with technology stocks dominating returns. The narrowness may have been in part a reflection of a quiet week of economic data releases, leaving investors to focus more on individual companies' earnings reports. Yields on US bonds increased, which therefore meant that bond prices fell at the start of last week, spurred by the strong jobs report seen in the previous week and comments from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell reiterated that he saw no need to cut interest rates immediately and he had made these comments even before the strong jobs report. Yields on bonds move in the opposite direction to expectations of interest rate cuts. So if investors expect interest rates to be cut later than they had previously anticipated, this would lead to bond yields rising and therefore bond prices falling, which is what we saw last week. Moving to Japan next, where stock markets also rose with the Nikkei 225 index ending the week up over 2% and reaching a 34-year high. This prompted some investors to take profits on their positions. Reports of strong foreign investor interest in Japanese stocks in January and some solid company earnings were both supportive of the market. However, the gains may have been capped on expectations that the US Federal Reserve is unlikely to cut interest rates in March. However, the latest signals from the Bank of Japan that its low interest rate policy will continue was positive for markets. We move to China next, where stocks did rally in a short week for markets with the CSI 300 ending the week up almost 6%. Markets in mainline China closed for the Lunar New Year holiday from Friday the 9th of February and will remain closed this week, opening up again next Monday the 19th of February. The Consumer Price Index, which is a measure of inflation, fell 0.8% in January versus the previous year period. This was an acceleration in its downturn from December's 0.3% drop and marking its fastest decline since 2009. Food prices led the contraction as pork prices declined. Core inflation, which strips out volatile food and energy costs, rose 0.4%, but it's the weakest rise since June 2023. The People's Bank of China said in its latest quarterly policy report that it would keep interest rate policy support flexible and precise to boost domestic demand. The central bank also forecast that inflation would rebound modestly. Many economists predict that Beijing will introduce further economic stimulus measures as the world's second largest economy continues to grapple with a property market downturn, weak consumer demand and deflationary pressures. We turn to European stocks, where markets also rose with the Eurostox 50 up 1.3%. European stocks ended higher after some strong company earnings updates. 
However, the likelihood of interest rates staying higher for longer curbed stock market gains. Senior officials at the European Central Bank continue to warn against cutting interest rates too early. In an interview with the Financial Times newspaper, for example, executive board member Isabel Schnabel argued against an early reduction, citing sticky service prices, a resilient labour market and attacks on vessels in the Red Sea disrupting supply chains. And finally, we come to the UK, where the FTSE 100 fell slightly over a half percent during the week. The UK economy appeared to be more resilient at the turn of the year, which could reinforce the Bank of England's reluctance to reduce interest rates quickly. A labour market data update estimated the unemployment rate was 3.9% for the three months through to November, lower than the 4.2% reported the previous month and the 4.3% that the Bank of England forecast for the final three months of 2023. A strong jobs market may push the Bank of England to cut interest rates later in the year than earlier expected by investors. Separately, a Purchasing Managers Index, or PMI, which is a measure of economic activity, while the PMI for services came in at 54.3 in January, a final reading that was sharply higher than the initial estimate. It also marks the third consecutive month in which PMI for the services sector was greater than 50, a level that indicates an expansion in business activity. So to summarise for the week, market returns were generally strong as stocks in the US and Japan in particular reached new highs. Gains in some markets were capped however as central banks reiterated their intentions to be careful over interest rate cuts, suggesting that they may keep interest rates higher for longer to avoid a rebound in inflation. That's it from us today. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, we'll be back next week for more. Have a great week. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.